Hey, everyone. Are you dreading Valentine's Day? Listen, as Krista and I travel back through the journeys of Valentine's Day, the good, the bad, and the ugly, we're sure you'll recognize some of those, perhaps, in your own life, and what might be the best choice for this year. Listen and find out. Welcome to Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Two gals on the prowl for enlightenment, sex, and all things holy. Holy Fuck. Each week, beauty alchemist and transformational coach and speaker, Catherine McClelland, and spiritual healer and life coach, Krista Kim, discuss navigating spiritual consciousness in a real human body. Stumbling through dating, relationships, and everyday life, all while maintaining a fucking sense of humor. Fine. Me somebody to love. Find me somebody to love. Valentine's Day 2020. <laughs> Everybody getting revved up? Or maybe not. Oh well, I feel a little revved. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the Holy Fuck Podcast. We are so glad you're here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for spreading the love. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, and telling all your friends, because we do actually need your help. We can't do this alone, and we love you. So all your love coming back is most appreciated. (laughs) Now that it's Valentine's Day, we're going to talk about love this whole show. So hang on to your hair, because here we go. Well, uh, we're doing a <laughs> quick little Valentine's Day quickie episode. Uh, we did one last year, and it was so much fun. So we kind of wanted to revisit and see how things have changed or maybe haven't changed and to see what our experience is going to be like this year. Yeah, and chat with you all also about what are your possibilities and what are your experiences. And So what's your Valentine's Day going to look like this year? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, because last year you were single. I was single, and I just listened in listening to our last podcast from last year, I was really feeling whole and centered. And I was, it was kind of funny to hear myself speaking from that kind of power. And yeah, I was single. And I remember I bought myself a tiny little bracelet that eventually it was like a threaded or linen and it would fall off when whatever happened that was supposed to happen. Anyway, I did that. And that was my Valentine's gift. Yes. And, and what happened two days later? Two days later. Two days later. Um, well, unbeknownst to me, I went to a Valentine's party two days later, but mm-hmm. I did not realize it was a Valentine's party because once it's over, I've checked it off <laughs> and it's off the You're calendar. The Easter. I <laughs> made it. <laughs> I made it through Valentine's Day. We're all good. Uh, but it was a Valentine's party, and that's where I met Mr. Delicious. So this weekend, this year, I have... Valentine's Day on Friday night and our one-year anniversary on Sunday night. What I love about that is last year's episode was all about spreading the love. Like instead of us sitting back and waiting for, you know, people to give to us or shower us with gifts and compliments and all that, we were talking about like, let's change the dynamic and instead go out into the world spreading the love, dropping little love notes for people, reaching out to people that maybe need a little pick-me-up. And I feel like we stepped into that energy mm-hmm. and it gifted you very quickly. I, wasn't that, isn't that funny? It is really funny. And meeting Mr. Delicious was one of those moments in time where you're sort of like, oh, 
Here he is. Whoa. <laughs> and, you know, to be truth be told, Mr. Delicious was paying a lot of attention to some other ladies in the evening. Not oh, ladies of that. the evening. <laughs> ladies <laughs> ladies the of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Did not mean that. No, some, there was a room full of beautiful women. I wonder who invited them. <laughs> it was like, his I want that party. one, that one, and that one coming to the party. Yeah, and it, he did turn out actually to have a situation where someone had set him up to meet someone at his own party. Mm. So even though he met me, he was having fun being obligated in some level to right. check this other person out. So it was very confusing to me, but I couldn't tell if he liked me or not. But I had this like intense rush of, oh my God, this is my person. Mm. So uh, yeah. And then we know the rest of the story, you can go back and listen to it some <laughs> other time. But I always start by Valentine's Day starts on Monday, whenever. And well, it really started yesterday because I mean, Valentine's week. Yeah, I mean, it, Valentine's week, right? Yeah. So uh, yesterday I got a bunch of flowers, and this year I really wanted pink. Mm. He was picking out red, and I was like, mm, can I? No. I Why wanted do you pink. think? Um, I feel a little tender. Mm-hmm. We've been exploring, like, all sorts of boundaries and inner wounds, and, you know, life has gotten more intimate. And so you just more, maybe craving a softer Yeah. It was just, experience. it's, there's more intimacy between us right now. And I think red felt too, like, <laughs> you know, like powerful. Or yeah. Like the intimacy has a different kind of power, right? right? And it just felt like I wanted the soft petals of pink <laughs> to capture some of that instead of, yeah. So anyway, I have tons of flowers around the house and I'm very happy about that. And I love Valentine's Day. So it is going to be an interesting weekend because how do you celebrate like two very big things in Mm -hmm. one weekend? But we did decide the beauty of all of it is not to go out on Valentine's night. We're going to stay home and really have that be kind of a some kind of different Valentine's experience. Mm -hmm. And then celebrate our anniversary separately. Maybe not with the masses of people who would be celebrating Valentine's Day. So what am I expecting? I I think I think Valentine's Day this year I'm expecting intimacy. I'm expecting to be looking into my partner's eyes and appreciating him and us for this wild year we've had uh-huh. and appreciating him for the ups and downs. The ups and downs <laughs> and also that you know he he has shown up and been able to be heard on this podcast as mm-hmm. for some of the downs and then back up on some of the ups. So well, that's just so funny. I think I remember telling you that um, we had a listener who was like, oh my gosh, you know, I just got to this one episode and it was like, Catherine and Mr. Delicious had their big fight in Hawaii or something. And then she's like, and then the next episode, I felt like I listened to, they were getting engaged. And it's like, she felt like it all happened so quickly. And so like, (laughs) you know, what our listeners don't always know is sometimes like, well, you know, other people's lives seem to happen quicker or like, I don't know what it is, but we have a lot that go, that goes on in our lives. And we don't get to necessarily talk about our story every single week. So I think sometimes our ups and downs feel even more up and down to the listeners because they don't realize sometimes how much time has passed in Plus, between. you know, when you're in relationship crisis, like we were in Hawaii, yeah. it was precipitated by the conversation about were we getting married? 
Right. So the crisis had to come to the surface, but then the question was still underneath it and then became clear. So while it sounded like complete bedlam and chaos, <laughs> like insanity, it was a little <laughs> like that. And it, you know, and for all of you who know you have inner children, it was like a wild, like, I don't know, whatever that party wild, is wild when your parents, children. your parents don't come and it's all kids running around the house screaming. It's called a rave. <laughs> <laughs> the little kids, though. And it's called a preschool rave or something like that. Anyway, once you get through that big emotional crisis, you're still like, oh, now we still have a decision to make. Right. But also on days like that, every moment is excruciating, right? It took mm-hmm. like 24 hours to live five minutes. And then mm-hmm. you're like, what's happening in the next five minutes? And what's the next conversation? So for us, it was like a really long time, <laughs> right. right? And then in, to our listeners, I get, I guess it sounded like a really short time. So. Anyway, it's been quite a year for us. We've had a lot going on and what are pretty we exciting, pretty exciting to celebrate both in one weekend. So cool. Krista. <laughs> I'm most likely going to have a very different experience than you're going to have. You know, the last two months have really amped up on the closing of the divorce and moving forward of this. And your anniversary is what day? Our wedding anniversary is Valentine's Day. If you didn't hear me say this last year, listen now, don't ever do that to yourself. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, so as I look around and see everybody celebrating that day, I just have this feeling I'm going to go very inward and continue to use that day to release and let go and I think shift like into the possibility of like what's coming. But it does feel like for me a little bit of like a, closing down of an energy that's happening Mm, that's beautiful and i can sit there all day and be upset about it or sad about it i'm sure there'll be some of that or i can continue to hold that this is all happening perfectly and it's all happening for me and i can i'm saying i can because it's almost like i'm trying to convince myself i intend to use that day to continue to build what I want to build in this next phase, meaning whether it's the next six months or the next year, like setting my eyesight forward, Mm. like creating a new life, closing this chapter, opening a new one. So, and then on top of that, as if that's not enough to do with on Valentine's Day, you know, I, and I have been, um, seeing someone casually and I always find Valentine's Day this oh tricky word. Yeah, it's a little awkward. Last year's Valentine's Day was Golden Eyes and I coming back together. We were in the whirlwind of we're doing this life together. And it was actually Valentine's Day last year where him and I really fell apart. It was like something happened on that day that just went like and that set the next Eight months Rico in motion. Suave returned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, which was what was funny about that is that him and I have both had kind of traumatic experiences around Valentine's Day. And so we were like, okay, let's do this Valentine's Day different. And like, let's really like make this something special. And it's like all that pressure <laughs> to make it perfect. And it just was a shitstorm. <laughs> and so here now I've done, you know, here it comes again. And I'm... Now, seeing someone casually, and it's like I don't know where that line is of 
Do you say something sweet? Do you give a small little token? Do you ignore that it's Valentine's (laughs) Day because it's not like they're your committed partner? Are you even going to plan something? Are we even going to plan something or see each other? Like, I have no idea. But it's, and I think that, I think both people feel this, right? They go, is that, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? And it's, you don't really know what to do. And um, because you don't want to, I don't want to come off as like too strong, like, here, let's do a Valentine's Day thing. He's like, whoa, girl, like, (laughs) we are not that yet. And then I don't want to not acknowledge him because he does feel important in my life right now. So I don't know. I don't know. We could go back to to honesty. What? (laughs) (laughs) We could go back to authentic expression. And what do you say that I should ask him? <laughs> no, I'm not saying you should ask him. I'm saying oh, you just should talk, express. Yeah, right where you are. Mm-hmm. Like, I think so many times we think we should know the answer, what we want, or whatever before we do. And so we hesitate to talk because we don't know what we want. Mm-hmm. So we're like, ah, until I know what I want. So like Friday morning, you're like, oh, I do want you to take me to dinner. And he's like, <laughs> uh, got the baby, <laughs> you know, or something like that, right? And I think that's actually going to be my experience because I don't think we're going to be able to have a nighttime rendezvous of any sort. So if anything, it might be like a daytime, daytime lunch or delight. Or, <laughs> or whatever. There's a gong meditation at noon. Is there? Yeah, I'm just seeing it. I'll blow my chakras. (laughs) Blow my chakras. Okay, we'll just leave that right there. Was that before or after he came to your house? What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so back to what we're really talking about here is seriously opening up exactly where you are. Like, I'm afraid to talk to you. I don't know what to say. I don't want to pretend like Friday isn't Valentine's Day. I'm working with my divorce, so I imagine it might be hard for me. Yeah. Maybe I want to see it. Like, what What are those things for you? I mean, you told us a couple, so I cheated. But what are some <laughs> of the things you didn't say? Um. Well, I think the truth is, is that I would like to honor him or us in some small way, nothing elaborate. Like that feels premature to like, it actually feels premature to like plan something big, Mm -hmm. you know, like if it was even just him coming over and us snuggling for a while and that would be probably perfect for me. Like no pressure, probably. (laughs) (laughs) And if he brought a little tiny gift with him, it'd be okay too. I mean, even like one little flower, just a token. And I think, but I feel like the tokens for women are easier to come up with than the tokens for men. Well, that's just because they're more obvious in our merchandising exactly. department, stores, and online. And I do think, Krista, though, and I think it's really tricky, but I actually think men really appreciate this, some from my studies, is when you actually tell them exactly what you want. So that gets trickier because... Imagine what you really do want is him to come over and just I want some, time. That's all I want. You want, want time. time. And maybe you want just something little, like even if he brought you like one specialty chocolate in a box, not like right. a bar of Hershey's, right. right? Like just one like pretty little box with a bow on it and it cost him, you know, $2.50 or whatever, right? Or one rosebud from Vaughn's. Who cares, right? It's just... Uh, some kind of token. So if you want that and you don't say it, 
I just, I don't, it's the weird thing with him and I is I really realize in this, in these early stages of this relationship, it's like there cannot be any expectation. Well, that's not an expectation. If you tell him it, but in my him. mind, it already starts building up that I'm starting to expect or hope or, you know, it's like, I can't do that. I can't do that to myself. I see. Like, I literally okay. have to keep myself in this. Nothing is going to happen. And then if something happens, that's great. But it really feels like I have to just sit in this. Um, oh, what would I call it? Like... Well, it sounds like you don't have any expectations. You're trying to be free of attachment and expectations for what he would do because you don't really feel like right now you have any right to have any expectations or something. Right. And I also think that when two people are trying to keep it casual and not build something too quickly or not build out into the future, Uh sometimes these little token gifts or sometimes the sweetness of the words – we get scared to give them out because we're afraid the other person's going to read too much into it. Right. So, so back like, I to can my see him point. going like, oh, if I give her this little token, she might think I love her. You know, right? But you're going to be communicating with this person. You're not going to be not communicating. So, all those things you're talking about are people not communicating, mm-hmm. giving things without saying what they mean, like. Let's just call it a little box of chocolate, right? And he walks up to you and he hands it to you and he says, I just wanted to make sure we honor this day because I really care about you and it's been fun hanging out with you. And it doesn't mean anything more than that, but I do appreciate you and I have been having fun with you, so I didn't want the day to go by, period. Right. Now, right? now you know what he meant by that. And there's no guessing going on. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was saying... You could do, you can hear that coming from him, right? You can imagine Mm -hmm. him saying that. What would you say if you were willing to honor? I know. See, this is the thing. We get so scared about having little things we want. We don't say them because we're like, but then I'll I'll make him run away. And it's like, well, but if he's the right guy, he's not going to run away. No, I don't think anything I would say actually that he would run away from. I don't think so. That's not the impression I've gotten either. So what's his name again? (laughs) <laughs> I really want to say Don Juan, but <laughs> it was Mr. Right Here, Right Now, right here, which right I don't now. know how long no, that Mr. Will last. Here and Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, well, we could go. And to- he is here and now, right? So it's like, can we, can then I just give a gift or a small token to him because he's here? Yes. Right here and now. Yes. Like, and can express I give- that to right. him. You know what? This is it. This is the excitement of being in partnership because you reveal yourself. Like people say relationships get old and boring. I'll tell you why. Because nobody's telling the truth anymore. You know, if you really tell the truth, I've been having to tell a lot of truth lately. And it's really not comfortable because it's about me. And the other person could be like, yeah, and I hate that. And so... I'm done here. You know, they could do anything with it. I mean, if you're really in partnership, they're not going to do that. But you're in this little beginning place. Don't you want to find out who this guy is? Like, if he can hear your message, if he can get the nuance, if he, you know, like, look at your face. I know, as you're saying all this, I was starting to have this memory of like a couple of weeks ago. I think I was talking to him and I was saying like, you know, I want when I'm with you, I want to be able to like express myself fully and not make you feel like 
I'm attaching on to forever and ever and ever. So I said, like, it actually, when I'm with a person that I really care about, there are times where, like, I feel like wanting to say, like, I love you. Like when? <laughs> you mean in the past <laughs> or with right now? <laughs> What would those moments be? Then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, when you're like super open and you're super making present. love and yeah. super present. It's just like those words want to like fly out of me. Like, I love you. And because you do in that moment. Because in that moment you do. But I know that there have been times in my life with partners where they've maybe said things like that and I in that moment and I take it as like truth. Forever. Right. And they're just like, no, I was just saying it in that moment, right? And so him and I were having this conversation of like me saying like, I, if I feel that in the moment, I want to be able to like say it and not like feel like you're going to attach to the future or I'm expecting you to say it back or anything like that. And he said something like, well, of course, you know, but it was like casual conversation. And so look, you have what, how many days? Two before Friday? <laughs> Well, so something happened the other day where he um, he was sending a text and we were having this long conversation. And at one point he wrote like, love you. And I was like, but I don't think he meant it like, I love you. You know, it was just like expressing like, I love, love you. And this is totally projection, Krista. Uh, so I sat there and I didn't respond. I was just like paralyzed because I'm like, how do you like? I didn't thumbs know what, up. <laughs> I know it was like kissy face, thumbs up, or say like back at you, or or if I say deflect, if I say love you too, <laughs> then it, it just I have like my face right now. You guys is turning so red because. I was trying to, like, categorize it, right? Like, really quickly. What does that mean? What, what does, does that mean? mean? Oh, my God. The seconds are counting down. He can tell that I'm pausing. I don't know what to say. <laughs> and I was, like, judging the whole experience. And at this I mean, really can't even – I think I did, like, just, like, an emoji or something <laughs> back. Because I – the truth is, it was this moment of, yeah, like, I wanted to be able to say, like, love you too. Like, that would have been my truest thing. But because – it's via, it was like text. There wouldn't be tone to the voice. So you don't know if it's going to be like, love you. Or if it's like, love you. Don't ya, overthink this, you know? Oh, I overthought it big time. <laughs> and I'm so great. <laughs> Any, okay, so I just have to say, I am only laughing out of recognition. And I'm sure many of you are too. How? Who hasn't done this? Worse than the text pause? How about the phone pause? Love you. You're like <gasps> they can hear the they can hear your air your intake. air. <laughs> and not because you necessarily have a right or wrong answer. You just are so surprised that you don't really know what to do. I'm right. sure that. So happens. in that moment too, I or after that moment passed, there was this process I had to go through of like, okay, so I'm the one who brought up the conversation that if one of us says something like that, it doesn't mean forever and ever and ever. So just because he said, love you, doesn't mean that he's going to want to go into a relationship with me. It doesn't mean we're going to like know each other in a year. It was like, I had to like talk myself down <laughs> to like, you're right here right now. And he's just in this moment expressing appreciation caring. and caring. Yeah. And the, what, what's funny too is, have you ever had that conversation with yourself about the difference between love you and I love you? Putting the word I before there's killer. Like that's yeah. like, that's that, a game changer. Right? Mm -hmm. 
But he doesn't necessarily uh, English as a first language, so I don't know if the right the nuance of that would translate. Right, it's very interesting. (laughs) So even that went through my head. Oh, I wonder if in his culture, if that means. But he does love me or he doesn't love me. Well, I think in his culture would probably lean towards the more casual casual yes. than it would. Uh, yeah. So isn't this great? You're getting worldwide education in mm-hmm. cultures and customs of different cultures. <laughs> we are the world. <laughs> but this, so I think back this- to you being authentic. Well, hmm. <laughs> so... I think my most authentic desire would be to have a sweet, peaceful day by myself, quiet, reflecting, honoring the journey I've been on with my marriage. Um, completion. Doing some completion work. And it would feel really good to have some sweet, intimate time um, with Mr. Here Now and with no attachment or expectation. And for me to open up and express myself to him on that day for where we are in the moment. And then I think that the rest of the day has, well, the big, if I'm doing the processing stuff, I, for what I'm going through, I call that self-love. That's my way of taking care of myself on that day and nurturing myself. Yeah, it's interesting we talk about self-love because... It's so many different things, and often we get it mixed up with self-care. Right. So I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to get my nails done. I'm going to do that. When really, and I think this is something I've been exploring so much inside myself right now, is self-love is about actually loving yourself. And I know that for some people that it it's not even it's not even so much, and I know this was true of me, it wasn't so much that I didn't understand it. I just didn't have a context. I didn't, I I like, it was out of the world that I lived in. And I would take care of myself, but I didn't have this sense of loving myself. Like, no matter what I did, I'm here for you. No matter whether this person rejects you, I'm here for you. Like, that's self-love. Because what if what I desire for Valentine's Day, maybe he might have a completely different thing that he wants to experience, am I going to let what he wants to experience affect my experience for that day? Right. Like, I have to love myself through that day and not expect him to love me through it. Well, and if you really are loving yourself, super, super loving yourself, then you might even be willing to say what you want. Like, I'd love you to come over and Really, really, I'd love blankety blankety that blank. special little thing you do. <laughs> yeah, if it's a thing you do or a thing you bring or a thing you share with me or whatever, it is frightening. And just, I don't know, I'm hoping that our audience right now has a way of processing this, that they're, that you guys can really hear this, that you can really take this on. Is there someone in your life that you're not telling them? how much you love them? Is there someone in your life that you're not telling them what you really want? Like your partner, your lover, your boyfriend, your husband, like whoever it is, your children. You know, what if it would just make your day if your kids would sit down and draw you a picture and you can't bring it 
to them, to ask them in a way that they can really understand that it would really be so meaningful that they would be willing to do it. Like mm -hmm. there's part of us has a responsibility to express it so that they can understand what we want. And then, and yeah, I was talking about kids just then, but of course anybody else, it's so like they understand how meaningful it is to us that they actually want to give it to us. But, oh, go ahead. but I was going to say, but the trick is you have to tell them how important they are to you and how important that would be to you. So you have to get super vulnerable. You might cry. You might. Oh, I can tell you, I'm going to be crying on Valentine's <laughs> Day, whether it's out of release or whether it's just out of pure joy of. You know, or both. Or both. Like, why not have both experiences? Mm -hmm. It just really a challenge is what do you want from yourself? What would make you feel honored and respected and empowered and cared for? Could you do some listening to yourself in the next couple of days to like really bring in who am I and what do I really want? So many times we just pick from what's around us. Mm -hmm. We're just like, oh, well, I could have flowers or I could have chocolate or I could have this. It's like, really? Or what if I actually want to drive all the way to the North Shore and spend four hours by myself and then have my friend meet me and then spend the night? And you know, like, what if there's something so different that you want that you don't even know you want it, but that's going to give you so much of who you are if you ask for it. It's interesting because the older I get, the more less it becomes about things and the more it becomes about time. Yeah. And experiences sometimes, yeah. right? Like meet me somewhere or go with me so that I don't have to go alone or take me on a walk or go with me. And, you know, I hear you. It's really quite important. And what are you really sharing when you're sharing time? I feel like you're sharing the most intimate gift. Which is? Conversation, communication, sweetness, kindness, entertainment. You. Mm -hmm. Right? It's like you're both sharing yourselves in this deep way where you're really being yourself. You're not distracted by... Food, money, gifts, flowers, whatever. Because that day can be very distracting. It's like everyone's running around and, ooh, and it's like, that's not what it's about. Yeah. And when you really think about it, you know, what if you told, what if you called like the five people you love the most and actually gushed to them about how much you <laughs> love them and got that experience? You know, it's funny is they don't even have to be on the phone. Like, if you can't reach them and you just leave a message and just... Or psychic email. Well, there's psychic email, but people tend to get it better when you leave a message of right. one kind or another. But oh, well, maybe we challenge everybody to reach out to five people and yeah, really express themselves. I think this is what I've been feeling, like this intimate thing, this tenderness this year is like, there's a lot of big things going on in the world that some days we just don't know what to do with and... Maybe it's just a time to grow the loving instead of looking at anything else that's dark or hard to look at or pressing. Tell me if this has been your experience. Like the more, because I feel like with um, Mr. Here and Now, it's like the more intimate I share, the more things he's able to tell me that 
sometimes are scary for me because he's being super authentic. Yeah, of course. And so in the past, in relationships, we weren't telling necessarily the full truth. And so then we were hearing what we wanted to hear, right? Or and, people were lying to you. Right. And so <laughs> I now love you like, so much. And I like, like hate your guts right. at the same time. So this feels like 100% truth is being told at all times. And I'm not always hearing what I want to hear. Yes. Isn't that sad? And I'm just like, it sucks in a way, but it's also <laughs> I can see that this is where the challenge is. Because if I really want someone to, if I really want this open and honest relationship that I say, when I hear the thing that I'm like, <gasps> it's like, do I run away from it? Or do I just keep kind of softening into like what that would mean? Because I have a feeling like a lot of the things that I'm hearing that I'm scared of, everybody's thinking in their heads all the time in a lot of different ways, but we don't ever get to hear them or experience them. And so in this relationship where I'm really getting to hear everything, I have that moment of being really uncomfortable. And then when I really think about it, I go, so? So what if that's the truth? Like what? Um, Whether it's him talking about like... um you know, not believing in monogamy. And it, it, obviously that's been a big dialogue that I've We've struggled been having with. this. <laughs> right. And it still is like, if I say it, it's okay. But if someone else says it, it's like, oh. So. Because I might lose them. Oh my goodness. Because I might lose them, right? And so it's like hearing that from somebody else and allowing that to just be okay in the moment. Yeah. Like, Okay. Yeah, and it's like, and also, what's also okay is I got scared when you said that. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt myself get scared. It doesn't mean I want anything to change, but I am. I'm telling you who I am, and I love that about me that I get scared when I hear things, even if I, you know, like this is this this funny place of self love is almost like you're sitting with other people, all the other people inside us, all our personas, all of our little wounds and everything are always around us. So and can I love myself no matter what he's telling exactly. me or what he's going to do or what his experience is going to be or where he wants to go in his life? Can I literally just love myself and be okay with myself enough that his experience doesn't affect what my experience is going to be? Yeah, so you don't abandon yourself mm-hmm. no matter what he says and that you love yourself enough to hold out for what you want. Mm-hmm. So for Mr. Here and Now, Here and Now is great. And for right now, here and now is great. I'm not going to be able to say this again. (laughs) It's great for me too right now. Exactly. In a lot of ways. Exactly. And it's creating a lot of freedom for Mm -hmm. you to explore and where am I now and who do I want to be and what are my choices, right? Mm -hmm. When that or if that, I should really say if because we don't know, if that changes, you'll know. And if we're paying attention and loving ourselves like that deeply, really loving ourselves, well, like our self-respect won't let us Say, it's really okay with me to hang out with you and try and create something that you don't want. Right. I'm, I, was, I was writing this down the other day, and it was, so it was really in true care for each other. It's, I'm here for me, you're here for you, and in our partnership, I'm here for you. I want you to mm-hmm. be happy. Versus when we're in a struggly kind of relationship space. I want you to give to me so I can be happy. So I want you for me, not me for you. It's really interesting. I don't know if we can play this back. <laughs> but it, it just gives this little twist to the whole thing. Like, 
Can I love myself enough that I won't abandon myself no matter what you do, which means we're both free to be whole, honest, loving in the moment. Love ya. <laughs> and love ya. I can understand love ya with a Y-A. Yeah, yeah. It's the love you. you. <laughs> oh, and it's so different. I think we need to make a meme. It's like, <laughs> love ya. Love, love you. you. I, I love you. <laughs> Check. No, put a box by it and you pass the note. <laughs> Which one is true? Which one do you actually mean here? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, but I think the truth is in the what we're both saying is this Valentine's feels tender mm-hmm. and it feels authentic and it feels like there's a place for as as this world is almost seeming to be I don't know looming in people's consciousness that there's something to be afraid of or something to be worried about. What if we take it all the way down to ourselves and really fully take the time to love deeply ourselves, our partners, our friends? And I love what you said. How about we throw out a challenge? Are there five people that you can reach out to on Valentine's Day and really express how much you care, love, yeah, love you, <laughs> I love you? Can Whichever I have the one challenge one? Oh, yes, you can. One of the five persons has to be yourself. Yes, that's like a beautiful you write way. Something to yourself, or you have a moment where you fully love yourself for all that you are and all the beautiful qualities that you hold. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Like make Valentine's Day. Like yes, I think our culture gets it's a very external experience, but can we make this Valentine's Day more of an internal experience? Yeah, that's that's really what we're saying. And can you really carry that forward so that you don't suffer? And no matter what the circumstances are, and you know what I really want to say to the audience, Catherine? Nope. I want to tell them all that I love you. Not just a love you, not a love you, but a I love you. And Catherine, I love you too. Mm, very sweet, Krista. I felt that. And you will definitely be one of my five Yay! On Friday. Five on Friday. Okay, that sounds like the Valentine's Challenge. Five on Friday, one is you. And I also want to share my love deeply with all of you, our listeners, our supporters, our friends, everybody who does whatever it takes to love us here. We love you too. And spread spread the the love, love, you guys.